Jason and I were talking about a lot of things, actually. And as I do with conversations and even with my clients, I digress. Because a point needs to be made. And I think it's important. And so in our conversation, I digressed. And I went back to my UC Office of the President days when I was a struggling administrative assistant trying to, as my ex-boss and friend Joe would say, claw my way to middle management, which, as I've said before, I did, by the way. But I would have to maintain my responsibilities as administrative assistant, even though I were getting new responsibilities that slopped into the professional status. And that was fine. I loved that. And one of the responsibilities I got was reviewing invention disclosures for obligations to nonprofit sponsors. Something that was handled or mishandled in another department that I took on with pride. And I was good at it. Again, remember, I was an administrative assistant and I was working hard at showing my abilities. But I had my natural abilities and I would query the available databases to collect the information that I needed until I came up with an idea because we had just gotten a new computer programmer who was in our department campus liaison group. And so I presented to him. He was hungry for projects because he was unknown and nobody was utilizing him. So to be able to show his expertise and come up with things that could be represented based on his skills, he was ready to jump on that. And I used that to my benefit. Eventually, down the line, based on my contributions, he was utilized more by other individuals within the office of the president and not available to help me. He actually got an attitude about that, but that's okay. Initially, I made my mark. I suggested to him, with all the databases that I'm having to utilize system-wide to be able to collect certain information, a.k.a. an inventor's financial history, meaning their funding sources and their start dates and their end dates and various things like that. Can you write me a small program that I can have on my computer to be able to access by inventor name? Sure, done. He did it. It was a tool of mine. So to be able to understand and discern what sponsor obligations 
were involved with a particular invention, I was able to get that information. But it didn't give me intellectual property terms. It just gave me dates that I could compare with the conception and reduction to practice of the invention. I know this is getting a bit technical, but I'm, I'm going someplace. So then I asked, can we download copies of the patent policies that were representative of this particular award at this time? Yes, we could. It happened. It just continued to happen that I asked, can we have this more information? Can we get this more information into one exclusive database that was solely and exclusively for my use in my job? And all of a sudden, the powers that be recognized what I had created along with the computer programmer and then all of a sudden it became something university-wide. I was the expert in training people how to utilize these various databases but did I get the credit? Not at all. And I guess that's the way it goes in any kind of big business And what I was explaining to Jason is, even to date, the University of California within the particular environment, contracts and grants, and intellectual property and various components like that, still utilize the databases that were created based on my initial ideas and creations. I'm not looking for any glory in this podcast. I'm just looking to be able to state facts in my life. I do have a legacy at the University of California office-wide, but I'm not quite sure that a lot of people either remember it or recognize it, and that's okay. Because I do, and I'm sharing it with you now, because I've lived to tell. Till next time.